Uh, let's begin with prayer. Our Father, we thank you for bringing us here now to this time and this moment. We ask you by your Holy Spirit to open our hearts. And Lord, give us um, full hearts for thee. Uh, give us a capacity to pray. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and all will be well. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, brethren, our, our pastor uh, each year chooses a theme and a verse for the whole congregation for the year. And his theme uh, he chose this year is prayer. And I, I think that's an answer to our praying for pastors to, to pick up this idea for corporate prayer. And the verse he chose is Psalm 62, 8. So if you have a Bible and can turn there with me, uh, please do. This uh, verse is one that we may not have chosen as a primary verse on prayer. And yet it's filled uh, with meaning. So let's read it and then we'll work through it. Psalm 62, 8. Trust in him at all times. Ye people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. And brethren, uh, just in these uh, three lines of this verse, uh, the Lord answers for us uh, six questions, the six uh, interrogatives, who, what, where, when, why, and how. And uh, we want to step through all six, if we can, and, and see how this works out. The, the what here is in the middle line. Pour out your heart before him. And this, of course, is a, a call to prayer. Pour out your heart before him. And we'll get into this a bit more, but uh, the first question we want to really answer also is why? And God immediately answers that. He says, pour out your heart before him because God is a refuge for us. God is a refuge for us. This is the fundamental truth that underlies uh, so much in our Christian life. God is a refuge for us. And it certainly underlies this call to prayer. When it says God is a refuge for us, it is not uh, the word refuge not the word for fortress it's it's not some mighty castle on a hill uh defensible it's not where all the people ran when kings were uh, other kingdoms were attacking this word refuge could be better translated maybe and often is shelter it's the idea of being lost in a forest and uh and, and in the midst of a driving rainstorm, thunderstorm, lightning all around, and you need to find shelter. And it's the idea of God providing that shelter, maybe a leafy place, maybe a small cave, maybe a, some sort of lean-to you can put together. But it breaks the wind, and it relieves you from the rain, and it's a shelter. It's the idea of a personal shelter. It's the idea of uh, personal trials in the midst of your personal storms, and God is a refuge for us at those times. So this is a wonderful underlying truth that tells us why 
we do what we do. And then in the first line, he answers the question, how? What, what attitude should we have as we pour out our hearts before him? And the how is to trust in him, to trust in him. And I'm, I suspect all of us are familiar with the dichotomy between uh, mental assent and a sort of an academic uh, agreement, uh, which sometimes the word belief in English can connotate. But in the Bible, anytime we have a belief or trust, it's a much fuller word. It, there was a story told about a Wycliffe minister uh, missionary years ago in a native tribe and he was uh, putting their language into writing for the first time in order to give them the scriptures and he discovered when he came to John three sixteen that they did not have a word for believe it just wasn't uh, a concept in their particular language and he he really troubled with this for days and and even weeks and finally one day uh, one of the native men came into his house and he'd been out in the fields laboring all day and he plunked himself down in the chair and he said oh how good it is to lean my whole weight on this chair and the missionary thought for a moment and he said that's it that's my word for believe, to lean my whole weight upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And brethren, that's a good description of this word trust here, to lean our whole weights upon the Lord. It, it's not casual. It's not uh, added on to our normal uh, strength and routines. It's really casting our whole selves, our whole being upon the Lord. It's an attitude of dependence. In our cultures these days, independence is an attribute that's admired in many quarters. And in our Christian walk, we really need to cultivate that dependence upon the Lord. So that's the why, or I should say the how. That's how we pour out our hearts with an attitude of trust. And then we come to win, trust in him at all times. And basically, that means all the time, and it also answers where, because no matter where we are at that particular moment, at all times, we are to trust in him. So there's never a time we're to separate from a dependence upon the Lord. There's never a time when it's good to rely on our own strength or our own wisdom. So we trust in him at all times. And then we come to who? Ye people. This is the people of God. This is the people of faith uh, in all generations. So we, all of us here today, certainly, and all believers, we are to pour out our hearts before him. Now that brings us to, again, to the what, this, this call to prayer pour out your heart before him this word pour out is uh is is used elsewhere uh we may remember it from hannah in first samuel 1 15 when she prayed before the lord and the, eli thought she was drunken because she was so um involved 
And uh, she says, no, I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Pouring out tell us, tells us this is a heart that's melted with trials, melted with pressures upon it. And we pour it out. It's a, it's a graphic word. It, it's not as if we say we have a bucket of water and we just carefully measure out a tablespoonful or measure out a, a half a cup and we have limits and uh, we, um, we're not uh, really free in those moments. We're, we're being so careful and deliberate. No, pouring out is picking up the whole bucket and just dumping it. It's, it's the idea of, of gushing it out of uh, emptying the whole thing. In other words, without reserve, um, without limits, we, we come to the Lord and we pour out our hearts before him. Uh, it means um, taking the full burden and casting it all upon the Lord. Um, it's really a, a good picture of fervency when the New Testament talks about praying fervently we pour out our hearts before him without without holding back so brethren that's what we have here we have who what where when why and how who is the people of god what is to pour out our hearts before him when is at all times and where is no matter where we are and why is because God is a refuge for us. And how is the attitude that we must have? Trusting in him at all times. So brethren, let, us, let this be an encouragement to us in our prayers today and, and always to pour out our hearts before the Lord. And if I may, I, I've neglected to do this other times. Uh, but we used to labor at Chapel Library in Florida, which is a liter literature ministry, and it keeps about 900 titles in print and sends them out at no charge. So this is J.C. Ryle's A Call to Prayer. Many think it's one of the classic works on prayer. And Chapel also publishes something called the Free Grace Broadcaster, which has a different theme each quarter. And, um, and uh, the, the themes are often on the practical aspects of Christian life, this one on vital prayer. And it's got, uh, always has a series of eight to 10 articles in it on that same theme. So this one has articles by Spurgeon and Ryle and John Bunyan and uh, Andrew Murray and Octavius Winslow and often uh, some Puritans as well. So. I wanted to encourage you to contact Chapel if you'd like to have these, uh, and I'll put that in the chat. Uh, you can email. It's chapel at mountzion.org, chapel at mountzion.org, or the website is www.chapellibrary.org, but I'll try to put that in the chat now, but I encourage you to, to get good reading on prayer as we go along. So may I pray for us here at the end? Our Father, we ask you to take 
this simple verse that you've given us that's filled with instruction for our hearts. Lord, uh, bring it home and give us to learn to be fervent in prayer as we pour out our hearts before you. In Jesus' name, amen.